0: The podcast that is now called Paideia originally started as Storytime. So you might hear the podcast referred to as Storytime in this episode, but you are listening to Paideia with Cassie Michael. Hello, and welcome to Storytime. Today's episode will have a special guest one of my good friends and a good friend of our my family's, um, Christy Ball, and we will be, um, discussing and, um, talking about her favorite movie, which is A River Runs Through It. Hi, Cassie. Hi, Christy. How's it going? Hi, it's going okay. How are you? Good. Thank you for um, doing this.
1: You're welcome. Thank you for asking me.
0: Yeah. So um, to start off, like, uh, why don't you um, tell me a little bit about yourself?
1: Okay. Um, My name is Christy. I am 38 years old. I am a registered nurse. Right now I work managing a medical oncology practice. And what that means is that I help coordinate care for cancer patients, including seeing the physician's seeing the nurses to um, get their chemotherapy and also some supportive medications and yeah, just, just help support the team in whatever way I can.
0: That's great. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you are one of my close friends. Um, do you remember when we met? Oh, Cassie. It was
1: probably, what, 10 years ago? Over 10 years ago, I think? Yeah. Yeah. It was quite a long time ago. I met your mom first because your mom, Mary, and, and myself work together. Yeah. And <laughs> we found out that we lived incredibly close together. hmm And so that created this bond of, you know, working at the same place. And then our families being really close. So I got to get to know you and your brother and, uh, yeah, your extended family. And I'm so happy that you're in my life. I mean, you really have become a really good friend slash sister slash. I don't even know, (laughs) (laughs) but we, (laughs) we spend holidays together and, um, I know you always have my back and I hope, you know, I always
0: have yours too. I do know that. Thank you. Yes, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah. So um, what is your favorite movie?
1: So my favorite movie is A River Runs Through It. It's an older film. It was made in the early 90s. So, um, but it's one of those movies that it's still relevant today All the lessons in it are still relevant to anybody who watches it. And it's actually a very special movie to me.
0: And why is it so special to you? It So this movie was
1: the very first movie and the only movie that I've ever seen in the movie theater with my dad. (laughs) My dad um, does not like watching movies. He doesn't like watching football. He doesn't. He doesn't do any of that stuff, but he agreed to go and watch this movie with my mother and myself because it has to do with fly fishing. Okay. And my dad used to be an avid fly fisherman. He grew up in Glenwood Springs, right on the Roaring Fork River. And so he would fly fish. He knew how to tie his own flies. So this movie has always been very special to me. Hmm.
0: Very cool. Um- mm-hmm. So it's like, it helped bring you and your dad closer or.
1: Yeah. I mean, my dad's always been one of those. Um, he doesn't speak about his feelings very much. Okay. <laughs> like You know, he's not one of those lovey dovey type guys. I know he loves me very, very much. And I love him too. Yeah. Um, But I think it's just, whenever I watch it, I just remember of this time where we watched it together and, um, This entire movie really is about love and not necessarily romantic love, but love for your family. It is. So, yeah. So I really think um, that ties it together for me as well. And every time I watch it, I just think about the peace that he's found on the river Mm. um, and the love I have for my family.
0: Yeah. Have you ever gone fly fishing? (laughs) No, (laughs) no,
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, no, I have Okay, you know me, and that would be horrifying for me. <laughs> I am yeah. not, the outdoor, <laughs> I'm not the outdoor type, but no. I will say I have been, like, ice fishing with my dad. So okay. we used to go ice fishing at Chatfield, mm-hmm. um, and we've done just the regular – I don't even know what you call it, like the regular fishing we've done. Yeah. I've never gone fly fishing. He used to tie his own flies in our spare bedroom, and so he would have – feathers and all these different things that he would use to tie the flies and as a little girl in there I I would go into the room and I'd play with all this stuff and he's like that is not to play with (laughs) that's not to play with that is my stuff and so that's my experience with fly fishing (laughs) being told not to touch his stuff
0: (laughs) yeah have you ever
1: been fly fishing Cassie
0: no um I've been like deep sea fishing and Mm -hmm. I've been like regular fishing and like fishing off of boats and stuff oh, or, like, okay off of like piers um but I've never ever caught a fish so never
1: even when you went deep sea fishing never oh girl yeah. we'll have to go sometime yeah we won't catch anything though <laughs> If you leave it between you and me, we won't we won't catch anything. <laughs> but we can have fun eating snacks and drinking yep. coffee.
0: <laughs> yep. Okay. <laughs> um. So, um, what are some of the lessons you think that like people can take from this movie? Um, I think the lessons that people can take from this
1: movie, kind of like what I was speaking before is that when you think of love, it doesn't always have to be romantic love and that love stories, you know, cannot have romance at all. And, um, this film is about, uh, it's primarily in my mind, even though there's, there's a lot of other characters in it. It's about the love between two brothers Mm -hmm. and, um, the older brother Norman, um, kind of over, you know, really, really oversees the care of, of Paul, his younger brother, who is kind of the wild child and likes to go out and party and drink and date women and all this stuff. And, you know, Paul, the younger brother, he's played by Brad Pitt. He, Mm -hmm. um, he really goes against the rules, you know, at this, when, when this um, film took place Uh, there was still a lot of racism going on and people Mm -hmm. didn't necessarily agree with white people dating like Native Americans. And so, of course, Paul dated a Native American. And, Mm -hmm. and, you know, there were some issues with that during the film. But throughout the whole thing, Norman just really looked after his younger brother, Paul, and always wanted him to be okay. And even though, you know, Norman went on and he met his, you know it turned out to be his wife Jessie and the love between them the focus of this film in my mind was the love between the two brothers and how ultimately when it's all said and done that's that's what you have and those are the lessons that you learn is what your your family teaches you
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah what did you think about it Cassie
0: I liked it um when i first like started watching it i was really surprised that like this was your favorite movie um, oh. <laughs> cause like, I don't know, you're not outdoorsy and like, um, <laughs> it's older and you usually like more, um, like I always see you as liking more modern things or like being like with the times. Uh, uh-huh. um, so I was kind of surprised that it was your favorite movie. Uh-huh. Um, but I thought it was a really good like story and, um, it had like a really great message And, like, the way they filmed it was really great. They had really great views of, like, the mountains and, like, the peacefulness and, like, art form of the fishing. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, uh, there was a lot of really great, like, um, and, like, powerful, like, lines in the narration, I thought. Mm -hmm. Um, And, like, the ending, like, sort of message of, like, being able to love others completely without necessarily understanding them fully um or like being able to like help them I thought was um just like a good message Mm -hmm. and um like I think it's a good um example of just um love that's not like romantic. Mm Um yeah I thought like it had like good music and um, it was a pretty, like, you know, uh, some, it, it had like pretty um, impactful scenes and um, yeah, mm-hmm. it was a good movie.
1: Yeah. That's exactly how I feel. And I I can't even tell you how many times I've watched this movie and every single time I won't, you know, give away the ending, but every single time like my heart is just like, oh my gosh, <laughs> at the end, just, you know, you, to me, every, every time I watch it, I can feel his feelings and I can feel his sadness or his worry or his love or, you know, his loneliness. I, every single time I watch it, I just absolutely love it.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So like, um, you've watched it a lot. So like, how does it change or how does your perception of it change every time you watch it? That is a really good question, Cassie.
1: (laughs) That is actually a really good question. So I was actually, it might've even been your mom. I was talking to about this recently. I forget who I was talking to, but The older I'm getting, the more I'm realizing what is truly important and what really doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. So when I watched this movie, when I was younger, I was like, Oh, you know, it's, you know, this movie and there's, you know, drinking and some funny stuff that happens. And I was actually more focused on the love story between Norman and his wife, between Norman and Jesse. Mm -hmm. Um, I was like, Oh, it's this love story. And they found each other. And you know, that, that was kind of my focus, but mm-hmm. as I've gotten older, um I think as you get older, you understand more of the complexities of the story, especially mm-hmm. with, you know, the racism that happened yeah. and with the alcohol abuse that's happening mm-hmm. and, you know, kind of the dynamics between the dad and the sons in regards to, especially with Paul, the younger one, how the dad just didn't agree with what Paul was doing, but, you know, he still loved him, but that put Norman, the older son kind of in the middle between them two, you know, trying to make sure his family was okay and trying to make sure his brother was okay. And so I think the more I watch it, I understand a little bit more of the complexities of the story. And I look at it completely different. I no longer look at it as a love story between Norman and Jesse, his wife, it's more a love story between Norman and Paul and um, how society and how, you know, their, their parents, old school, you know, like old fashioned ideals really impacted that relationship and how it actually drove them closer and how Norman actually admired Paul for his somewhat outlandish behavior and you could almost even tell that he was like, I wish I could be as free as he is, you know, and I, I wish I could just not care what other people think of me and just kind of do my own thing. So, um, yeah, it's, I, it's definitely changed as I've gotten older and, and especially the way I view my parents and how much I love and care for them and my brother and how, you know, family really is everything.
0: So, yeah yeah that was a great question I definitely see like you know Norman definitely loves his brother a lot because there's a lot of times in the movie where he like will do something that he's like he doesn't want to do it or he's like afraid to do it like that time where they're in the boat and they're like um (laughs) like shooting I don't remember what they call it but like they're Boating through the dangerous, like, um, rapids and yes, uh, where they stole the boat. Yep. Did seem like he wanted to do that, but he did it anyway. Or, like, yep. um, when he goes into that, um, like, bar, the place where they, um, his brother plays like poker, didn't really want to be there, but he went anyway. Yep.
1: Yep. But I think conversely, too. Paul did stuff for Norman, such as um, taking Jesse's brother fishing. Yes. Um, Yeah.
0: because You
1: knew that like Paul didn't want to go and do that, but he did it for his brother um, and ended up (laughs) being around that, that, that uh, Jesse's brother who got completely sunburned naked. Like that was just, you know, that's what you do for your family. Right. You show up, even if you don't want to, you continue to show up.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, how did it feel watching this movie again recently? Um,
1: especially with everything that's going on right now and with the pandemic and having really our society stripped down to the bare necessities of what, you know, like what, what can we survive with and what's really important. And I think what everybody is coming to find out is how much we all mean to each other, Mm -hmm. you know, whether it's, you know, my feelings towards you or towards your mom or towards my brother. I think in times like these where it's so scary, like you really do understand how much we need each other, right. And like how social we are and how much we really rely on each other when we're scared or confused or even happy, you know, like we Mm -hmm. really rely on each other to, you know, calm each other down and to, um, you know, instill confidence that everything's going to be okay. And so I think seeing this film, it, it again, just highlights, the importance of relationships mm-hmm. and of that unconditional love and how we're in it together and that, you know, ultimately people are what matter most and how we treat each other. So I think just watching it just remind, reminded me of that and just reinforce that. And I think that that's again, why this movie is so special to me is because you can watch it at any time and somehow it's relevant you know yeah so yeah. especially in times like this when you're trying to escape reality a little bit and not be so scared you know a movie about the love of family and the love of really good friends is really important to remember
0: yeah um is there anything you would change about the movie ooh um
1: more Brad Pitt <laughs> he wasn't even famous back then yeah but he was still really good looking he was was. I think he made this movie like right after Thelma and Louise so I think like this was right when he when people started like noticing him you know Mm -hmm. but I I gotta say yeah more Brad Pitt that's what (laughs) I would change (laughs) okay what about
0: you Cassie what would you change um I don't know It was, uh, it's kind of like a slower paced movie, uh, Uh at least from what I'm used to watching, usually like the plot moves very fast, but uh, Mm -hmm. I kind of like that because you can like, you know, sit with the movie and like really take in um, what's going on and kind of like the beauty and like the mundaneness of the relationships. Um, yeah but uh I will say like uh at the ending when um Norman was like telling his parents the news I was surprised um how Um, like little how like um they were very like stoic and like I would have thought that they would be more emotional but Right. Well, I
1: think that the the dad was particularly stoic because of his profession um, as a pastor, right? Mm -hmm. So I think that he was stoic. And um, I wonder if Norman felt like some type of responsibility or something like that. And so maybe he was just completely speechless, you know, maybe he was just trying to process all of that in his brain yeah um but you're right it is definitely a slower movie (laughs) than you and I are used to so in that context with you explaining that I can totally see how you would be completely confused why this was my favorite movie (laughs) I can see you sitting there like what is going on
0: (laughs) it's very different than any of the movies we've seen together
1: you're right right. I guess I didn't even I, I didn't even think of that and you know I I had my um, boyfriend watch it and he stopped watching it like halfway through it. I mean, he, he, it didn't engage him in the way that it has always engaged me. Mm -hmm. So I find it, um, I guess you're right. It's, it's very interesting that I've found this movie so impactful, but again, it's probably related to my dad and, um, the multiple love stories within that and the beauty of it. You know, I've never been to Missoula, Montana. I've heard it's beautiful. Um, But yeah, it's, it's gorgeous. And I think it's a good movie to just sit back and just forget about what's going on right now and just, you know, really focus on this story and focus on Brad Pitt. I mean, hello.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) What else are we doing? (laughs) Yeah. I had never heard of the movie before. Um, Oh, you hadn't? No.
1: Were you able to, is it on Netflix or how did you watch it?
0: Um, So I was like, I searched it on Google and it was available to watch for free on a app called Crackle. So like um it had like commercials, which was kind of annoying because it like interrupts the flow, but mm-hmm. um, I Is still, Cr- I will watch it. Is
1: Crackle an app or something that you put on your TV or did you watch it on your laptop?
0: Um It's an app. So I watched it on my phone. Oh, oh, wow. That's dedication. Yeah. <laughs> it was was still good um yeah I think like you know it um you know it's an older movie but like there's a lot of really great older movies Mm -hmm. uh, and like I know my favorite movie um it's like one I think pretty sure I watched it a lot with my family and what movie is that the princess bride is my favorite movie. I've never
1: watched that. Really? Uh-uh, I've never watched that.
0: Well, is it When
1: was when did it come out?
0: Oh, a long time ago. I don't know. Um it's like um so what it what's it's about is so um there's this boy and he's homesick from school, so his grandfather comes um, to read him a story, because um, that's what, uh, like, they did in that family. And mm-hmm. um, the story is, like, The Princess Bride. And at first, like, um, the young kid is really reluctant to hear the story, but then as the grandfather keeps reading, he gets really into it. Um mm-hmm. And so, like the actual Princess Bride story, um, it's like a love story of um, Princess of Buttercup and um, Wesley. And um, so, uh, she grew up on a farm, and um, Wesley was like a farmhand. Um, but then he left to go earn money, um, and she had been told that he had died. So then um, she is like going to marry this prince but then she goes off riding a horse and she gets taken by these people who are going who are trying to start a war between like these two countries Um, and then it turns out that Wesley her like one true love is still alive um, and uh, it's a pretty I don't know I don't know like why I like it um, Mm -hmm. but and I don't even remember like when I first saw it,
1: mm-hmm. um,
0: but it's a pretty good story. And like, um, I don't know, there's like a lot of action in it and a lot of like quirky characters and um, I don't know.
1: Hmm. Well, I wonder if you like it so much because it's kind of the same thing. You remember watching it when you were younger with your family. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah. I I just looked it up and it said release date in 1987. Yeah. You weren't even born then. I wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. I'm dating myself. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I mean, I wasn't born then either because I'm so young. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly it. Oh, well, I'm going to have to check that out. So I'm looking at I'm looking at it. It almost looks like a Disney movie. Is it a
0: Disney movie? I don't think so. No, I don't I don't think it is either. It's kind of like one of those like cult classic films like um it's definitely like withstood like the test of time and like oh. you know, there's always whenever um, I'm in class or like we're doing an icebreaker and the question is, what's your favorite movie? There's always at least one other person besides me who says The Princess Bride. So uh, really, <laughs> like even in 2020, it still has a large fan base. And a few years ago, or okay, maybe like four or five years ago, for my mom's birthday, I got us all tickets to go see The Princess Bride at Film on the Rocks at Red Rocks. Oh, um, yeah. And it was like sold out. So, wow. Well, I'm
1: looking here. So it has Robin Wright in that, in there, mm-hmm. who's Jenna, <laughs> but she's not Jenna in this movie. She's Buttercup, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Andre the Giant is not it too. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I'll watch it. Yeah. You should. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you for um inviting me on this podcast. This has been fun. Yeah, it has. Thank you for doing this. You're more than welcome. And yeah, any um great movies, let me
0: know cuz okay. I'll be I'll be watching some. <laughs> yeah. I enjoyed getting to uh uh like I feel like I know you better now that I've like mm-hmm. seen your favorite movie.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and I look forward to getting to know you better by watching The Princess Bride.
0: Yeah. Well yeah. Have a good day.
1: Yeah, you too, Cassie. <laughs> Thank you. Uh-huh.
0: Thank you all for listening to this episode of Storytime. I hope it was nice to hear a voice um other than just mine. <laughs> that kind of rhymed. Uh anyway, um yeah, I encourage you to um watch the movie. It really is a great you know escape right now um, especially during this stressful time um, and I also encourage you guys to ask your friends or acquaintances or people you're close to what their favorite movie is and then to watch it because you know uh, I think you can learn a lot about a person from their favorite things and the things that are special to them and um, I don't know, I think makes me feel closer to Christy, um, having watched her favorite movie and talked about with her, talked about it with her, and, um, I'm also wondering, like, uh, pondering, why are our favorite movies our favorite movies, and, um, why are our favorite books our favorite books, um... And when I think about my favorite things, a lot of them have to do with being able to share them with other people. Um, My favorite book series is the Harry Potter series. And, you know, that series was loved by my whole family. We listened to it on audiobook on our road trips. And, you know, um, it's helped me make friends and helped me you know, like, socialize and bond with other people over a shared love of Harry Potter. Um, You know, it helped get me into podcasts because my favorite podcast is Harry Potter and the Sacred Text, and, you know, that podcast and their online Facebook group has helped bring people together and helped make um, community. And then, like, like you heard my favorite movie is one that I often watched with my family and so I wonder how like connection and um, the power of a story or an art form to bring people together, I wonder how that impacts what our favorite stories and books, movies um, are. And another thing that I find common among my favorite things is that there's a theme of love. In Harry Potter, it's so much a story about the power of love. And again, not romantic love, but the love of a mother for their son. The love between friends. Um, And it's about relationships. Um, The Princess Bride That's a love story. And it's a great love story. And then this movie, Christy's favorite movie, um, a story about a love between siblings. So I wonder if a lot of people's favorite things are about love. And it would be interesting to see... um, that's just a interesting commonality I saw. Um, I also really like how as we grow older and we return to movies or books, the things we focus on, like the story itself doesn't change, but the way we perceive the story changes, and um, what we get from the story changes, and I think that's really impactful, and I think it is great that movies like *A River Runs Through It*, A, *A River Runs Through It*, or *The Princess Bride* can stand the test of time and be relevant um, years after they were made. Thanks again to Christy Ball for being my first guest on this podcast and a big thank you to all of you who listen. Um, I look forward to my next episode which will return to reading Ender's Game. Thanks so much for listening and have a great day.